0: Hi, hello, my name is Maris and welcome to my show, Critical Root Zone, where we dig deep with inquiring minds to get to the root of sustainability, going below the surface to rebuild trust while supporting all voices on our journey to a climate positive planet. So on this next series, we'll be talking about cannabis sativa with my first guest and friend to kick it off, Frederick Cawthon. He is president of the Hemp Alliance of Tennessee, a board director and vice president for the Minority Empowerment Committee with the U.S. Hemp Roundtable, and CEO and co-founder of Verge Agritech. So why are we talking about cannabis, you might ask? This is a sustainability podcast about the environment. Well, friends, cannabis is a key ingredient to a healthy environment. We're going to get down in all of that. But as you may have heard through that intro, we're going to jump into hemp first.
1: The miracle miracle plant.
0: The miracle plant. The cousin to what most of us know as marijuana. Marijuana. Let's that, hit- that,
1: that dangerous word. Ooh, <laughs> I'm already scared.
0: I don't even like saying marijuana. <laughs> just from where, it's, where it came from, you know? Welcome, Frederick. It's
1: my pleasure to be here with you.
0: It is a it is the pleasure is mine, and
1: truly. you extending your platform to this subject right here because it's very dear to my heart. So thank you, Maris.
0: Uh, you inspire me, and you inspired this podcast. So you're, you're too kind. Feeling is mutual. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so we're gonna just jump right in. Uh, let's get let's talk about the Hemp Alliance of Tennessee really quick and uh, Verge AgriTech and and what the what those are for the listeners. Um, sure. the Hemp Alliance. Yes, I've, I've got it pulled up here, and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. Read this about on their website. Founded in 2020, the Hemp Alliance of Tennessee is a nonprofit trade association centered around empowering and growing a thriving hemp industry in the state of Tennessee. So you were just telling me that it actually didn't start in 2020.
1: Right. And in fact, um, if you go back and look at when the governor at the time signed the bill that, uh, in, 2014.
0: The Farm Bill? The Farm Bill,
1: Mm -hmm. right? That was um, Tennessee Hemp Industry Association members there, and we just rebranded in 2020. So I always tell uh, retailers who are not a part of the association, you wouldn't be able to sell this without us. So you need to be at the table adding your input to defining how any laws, changes, all of that occur.
0: So from 2014, or you said 2016. Yeah,
1: so we started in 2013, but that was oh, all the work building up to getting law, the law passed. So even when we talk oh, about 2014, yeah. so that was a federal move, i.e. the U.S. Uh, Farm Bill, Barack Obama signed it into legislation. But anytime you have something nationally happen,
0: yeah,
1: there's work at the state level to define, okay, are we doing it? Because you're right. not for, hey, states' rights, states' rights, people, come on. Yeah. So Starts
0: local. Then it gets it, bigger it, exactly. and bigger and bigger. And, and yeah. even
1: this whole push to legalize this plant, there's people that have been working on this for over 30 years.
0: Over 30 years. Think
1: about it. I mean, uh-huh. to get us just to this point, and we're still at the tip of the iceberg.
0: Yes, but we're close, man.
1: We're close. We still have some work to do. But, but right... the Hemp
0: Alliance, the Hemp Alliance is something to support that as well. Like, that's why oh. you are a support group getting in the hemp industry. Hemp Alliance is a great We
1: resource. are a 501c6 uh, trade association. And what that literally means is we are advocating for not only customers to be able to, be able to take the product without having to go through strenuous drug tests Uh, We also work with state legislators to make sure that our operators uh, get a fair hand in how taxes, et cetera, are handled. Right,
0: right, because the regulations are like, they're changing they're all the time. They're
1: always changing. That's but a
0: tough industry to be in. <laughs> it's just constantly changing. But you changing.
1: know, we have a great and always have had an awesome relationship with the Tennessee Department of Agriculture as well. All that's good. That who, that's who manages the program. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's label changes, et cetera, we, we are notified. Before it's coming up, uh, they will come in and a benefit if you're an operator of being a part of the Hemp Alliance of Tennessee is we have in-service training classes cool. right throughout yeah. the year, and we have subject matter experts whether it's regulatory. Anytime there's a legal change, we'll have Joey Fuson from the Hemp Law Group come in. he's yeah. also a member of the association.
0: Yeah, you got all the goods. <laughs> but all then the you know, I
1: want to just do a call out to you know just people who are advocates, you're in support of legalization and period, Mm -hmm. I would ask you, come on. You can be a supporter of our association for $99 a year. That's that's contributing to the cause. But from that, you get access to here's what's going on. We Mm -hmm. have events that you would be invited to. And really, you can come in and be a part of the community. I do do that. (laughs) Get to know who are the local operators and yeah. the products. And yeah. and then the other call out is if you're going to buy products from CBD stores, I don't care if you're going to the gas station, look for locally branded mm. products. Buy local.
0: Right. That's a good call out, Frederick. Yes. I want to call out your other, we've got Verge Agritech. That's your company.
1: That is my company. And so, Verge Agritech was originally something. started. Uh, we started in 2018 and we were on the farm side because at the time the two biggest needs were uh, inputs, i.e., seeds, clones for production, and then really building out. Like, how do you go get products on the shelf if you don't have inputs? Mm-hmm. Um, however, everybody and their mama and grandmama decided to jump in the industry in 2019. <laughs> Along with us. Yeah,
0: I wonder why that was. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, it Mm. was the...
0: 2018 bill. Bam. Commercialization. Yes. I've been doing my homework. I love this. Yeah. (laughs) And we're going to dive all into that, too. But first, we're going to talk about what hemp is. Yeah. We got to just, we got to lay down the law of, so we have gone over this together. Mm -hmm. And I've learned just through having these conversations with you that... Cannabis sativa is like the mother plant. The cannabis species.
1: sativa, we all know. Well, not we all, we, but anyone who <laughs> have heard of sativa, right? Okay, A little go, giggle in
0: go. The peanut gallery <laughs> out there. Yeah, we uh, we might have heard the word cannabis and sativa, that but
1: sativa versus indica, indica uh, or as you like to say, in the couch.
0: But hemp is the cousin. Of what yes. we, of what most people know is cannabis or marijuana. Right, it can be confusing because mm-hmm. people refer to marijuana as cannabis when hemp and marijuana are cannabis.
1: They are. It's the same family. It's like saying my name is Cawthon, but my cousins, whose name is Cawthon, we're not the same. You know, right? And and there's been debate even within our industry. You know, the the purists want hemp just called out as hemp and even more so industrial hemp and focusing on that. But a spade is a spade is a spade. It's cannabis.
0: Right. It's cannabis. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And... and uh, go, go ahead. Yeah, I
0: was just going to say hemp, though. Hemp. Let's, mm. let's just talk about the difference. Yeah. main differences like the flower versus the stalk. Like, hemp is this... You were you were explaining to me how it grows and how it looks different. <laughs> like, d- tell me more about that.
1: Well, um, what we have that is predominantly grown right now is the flower side. I call it the oil side of the house. The reason I call it that, whenever you're getting a tincture, a CBD gumby, um, that's coming from taking the cannabis hemp plant that looks more like marijuana and then taking that down to oil. Mm-hmm. Process it down. Okay. And, you know, in a quick call out there, even when we say oil, the first stage is crude oil. Mm. And so hemp can be used as biofuel, getting into wow. why we're on this show about sustainability.
0: Yes, because this plant is the miracle. It's named the Miracle Plant. Right. And going back, right, this has been cultivated. Cannabis what? has been cultivated for 10,000 years. Think about
1: that. Yeah, And
0: this was the plant that when colonialism – we are all here, just starting up. You had you were actually by law required to to plant hemp in yeah, your Yeah, the Commonwealths,
1: Virginia, New Hampshire, various other states.
0: And that slowly came into competition with cotton. And when it got political, mm-hmm. things started to change. And this dates back to slavery.
1: Oh um, well, <laughs> this is
0: very this is Everything very Everything in the
1: United slavery. States. That's the thing, you know. Uh, sidebar: It would be great when we as a people. Start communicating and deal with that issue Mm. because so many of the issues that still plague the United States of America is because we as a country have never settled that and healed from that. You know, I'm a believer, uh, Maris and I met on this whole sustainability kick, right? (laughs)
0: We met at a 4:20 party at Lab Canna. Yes. uh, Spoiler alert: We might be having some guests on from Lab Lab Canna canna people up in the house. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we got these mad tasty unicorn. What's yours? You got a yuzu citrus. I got. We have
1: this is delicious hemp extract drinks
0: that we're drinking. But anyway, so side note: We met at this party, Mm -hmm. and it was it was 4:20.
1: It wasn't a party. It was 422.
0: Twenty twenty two
1: for those people in the new numerology. That's four forty four.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was four twenty. We were celebrating yeah. four twenty 420 on four twenty two. Yeah, that Friday. I'll
1: always remember that yeah. day. Yeah,
0: when you figured that out, you're like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's a sign, <song>, girl. <laughs> and I remember talking to Lamont on the side of the room. Shout out to
1: my guy, Mont. Uh, I had a great say.
0: conversation with that my, man. My, my guy. My and guy. he was talking about you. Yes. And when you walked out and had a shirt on that said, God's got me. And he had a laser he on. Yeah. I mean, we held hands for what, three minutes?
1: <coughs> oh, man. It was we life changing. Hands,
0: we locked hands. And you that said mean, what?
1: what? I was talking. Well, before <laughs> I get to that part, literally, this was on some cosmic, uh, I, I can't even explain it, level. Mm. And that's straight genuine because... As soon as i walked up and i don't even remember how we ended up holding hands (laughs) but i said do you feel that it's like we were talking to each other and hadn't said a word Mm, like it was on a whole higher frequency like and then we started (laughs) talking and at some point and as uh, you know the story uh i'll share with the world it was like my eye which always is my spirit versus the me who interacts with the world. My I said, I need you and my me didn't filter that. Cause like I've just met this person and I'm getting ready to say, I need you. Like, like <laughs>
0: literally. And we have we have uh we have just met, but I, I've known you for so long.
1: Yeah. You no. really
0: are family.
1: Like out day one it was like I knew you.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. so beautiful.
1: And we're all headed down the same road.
0: Sustainability. But,
1: but then, you know, what I've always talked to you about is the fact that there's no way that we can heal the planet mm. without healing her people. Yes. And hemp plays a strategic role in that. Absolutely. From the various applications, from we stopped at the oil, uh, that could be used as a byproduct for biofuel. But then we have going into the other side of the plant, which you're definitely interested in. It's the industrial fiber side of the plant that has, you know, China never stopped producing. They've been producing him for over 6,000 years. Other countries like Australia, uh, Europe is really doubling down on this right now. And they're having to, and we should be in the same position, and are going to have to assist With the fact that they have that mandate where they got to be carbon neutral by 2035, I want to say. And so right now in the United States, here in the state of Tennessee, you have VW that is already shipping in hemp. And I have a BMW X3, my door panels, and if you've got the X7, the
0: dashboard is hemp. Hemp can be made into... Homes with hempcrete. Hempcrete. I didn't. I just learned about that. Which I was is, with Deep Tropics last summer. Yeah, the festival that I'm going to work again with the greenest with the mission to be the greenest festival in the country. Which is
1: awesome initiative.
0: They have their whole set is made. I think I'm pretty sure it was made out of hempcrete. And he was Joel was one of the first people to tell me about that, and I had no idea what mm-hmm. it was. And it excites me now. It excites me now that I know so much more about it. And. Um, you know, make buildings, clothing,
1: over twenty five thousand
0: products. Yeah, over twenty five thousand products. Yeah. Paper, and clothes, uses. the seeds. How how much? How many nutrients are in these seeds that I'm eating hemp seeds because you know the fads? Now you get into the, the new. the magazines. They're like hemp seeds are good for you. I'm like, I don't know what the hell food. hemp seeds are, but I am going to eat them. Omega threes, baby.
1: I'm telling you, new superfood.
0: Yeah, superfood. That's yeah. right. But so I mean, you... this is the miracle plant. So when we when we. <laughs> When things got political in the yeah. 1800s, yeah. right? Because then DuPont... I, I, I've i done some research. I'm going to link all the videos that I've watched about this on YouTube. And it's so easy, man. <laughs> so easy to find this info. It's all out there.
1: William Randolph Hearst, you know, with logging, because it was comp- competition. Because with logging. They, think they think controlled about
0: the newspapers, right? That's what you were telling A- me?
1: And the, here's the thing, though. Uh, if you're in the business, you're uh, the Hearst family. All, they own all the newspapers and... The logging industry, they pretty much dominated it, right? Hemp was a threat to that because if you own those assets, but here's the difference though. Hemp can be grown in 120 days
0: mm-hmm. and it takes yeah.
1: about one acre to do what four acres of trees would do, but then it's going to take you 20 years to grow that tree. Mm-hmm. And so from a business economic standpoint, one would have said if I'm making a bet and I'm a outside interests, don't have any political acts to grind, I'm going with him. But Mm -hmm. then he's sitting on these assets. Of course, yeah, he started and had was very influential. I mean, we talk about the media today. No, he was the media. He controlled the narrative. So even when you talk about the war on drugs that was officially defined in the 80s with Reagan, no, the war on drugs started with him.
0: Yeah, with him. And you were telling me, like, Basically, hemp grew wild everywhere. And so the cows were eating it, all the animals were eating it. And so we're inadvertently eating it. Yeah. I
1: mean, we were, you know, and this story goes back to being a kid and driving in a car in West Tennessee with my grandfather uh, in the 70s. And, you know, it was 72 when hemp and marijuana showed up on the controlled substance Schedule 1 registry, right? Mm. (laughs) Well... I just saw, you know, and this all came back to me once I got involved in this, just remembering back, reflecting on my times with my grandfather. And as we would go down those country roads, he would point out things, different plants and stuff. And I remember when he would talk about hemp. Really? Yes. And I also think back to how when my grandmother, or I would be at my grandmother's house and I would get sick and my grandfather would go out that back door and come in with something and my grandmother would make a tea and come in there and I would be like what is that and she said don't worry about it drink <laughs> it and then I would fall out
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and wake up
1: wake up the next morning hmm. and I'm going to school
0: ooh natural Na- that's that's how we was living medicine.
1: that's how we was living
0: man and so this this dreamland <laughs> that we're talking about it got put to a stop it got it it got political. That
1: Dupont because
0: Dupont was upset because they wanted cotton to be the main cash crop. Yeah, and, and with slaves, right? There was more labor intensive with hemp, is what I've researched, and so even cotton now, gin,
1: even now, if you're looking at the cannabinoid oil side, yeah. flower side of the house. Yeah, it's very labor-intensive. But there was
0: a guy coming out, I don't know the name, but I don't know if you watched that video, I think it was on the same one, that had a contraption for him. So,
1: and even he came out with, as they say in that video, you will see the link to after this, um, he came out with what they call the hemp version of the cotton gin. Yeah. But really, yeah. the term for that is decorticator. It yeah, right. takes in the stalks mm-hmm. and processes and splits it out to the various endpoints yeah. or product material that you'll need to go, whether it's bioplastics. Even when we say bioplastics, you know, that's bottles. Right now, everyone I'm sure is aware of that there is nothing but plastic bottles setting off the West Coast. I forget how many miles radius this thing. Couple mile radius of none but plastic bottles. Oh
0: God, it makes me sick.
1: If that was <laughs> hemp, hemp is biodegradable.
0: Right. So but that's just one compostable. Compostable. We got we to make sure people understand Stand. bio. Thank everything you. is biodegradable, but, and that's part of greenwashing. But
1: this is compostable.
0: Compostable is going right? to go back into the earth, and it's going to actually come back as a what? nutrient-rich hemp? soil.
1: Hemp is both bio-compostable. Uh, it is a uh, Carbon's uh sequester, sequester, repester, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: takes carbon and puts it back into the soil. Think
1: about that. It's pulling it's down, pulling it in. But then now let's talk about what is it pulling
0: out. Right, because it takes out toxins as well.
1: Right, and heavy metals. Yeah. Think about that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Listen, a miracle plant.
0: Listen, there's we have so much to cover and I'm so excited because we, we didn't we skipped a, an important part. Okay. You know, we we skipped how you got how did I get connected? here? Right? And we're going gonna, we're gonna to talk about here? that. So there's the cliffhanger. Um, I need to put in a few plugs. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast or maybe just thinking about it, maybe you need help with video or streaming, my guys at Elm Hill Pike Studio are the dudes. So you can email me at criticalrootzone at gmail.com. For more information, or just Google Elm Hill Studios or XPLR. XPLR is uh, what you can find online as well. Aaron at xplr.life to be to be uh, exact and send me an email if you have ideas about topics or guests or questions or you want to share your personal story with me I would absolutely love to hear it because your voice matters and we're going to have some really great guests on this cannabis series I'm really excited I don't want to give too much away but we've got some special guys in here from uh, Lab Canna which is a local business here in Nashville Tennessee so until the next episode on CRZ just remember to ask questions inspire others to be better and anything Is possible when we stand united. Thank you for listening to Critical Root Zone. If you'd like to reach out, email us at criticalrootzone at gmail.com. Critical Root Zone is produced in Nashville, Tennessee, copyright 2022.